Hi, I'm Tom Stimson, and this is my podcast series, The Wake Up Call. Well, I hope you were drawn to today's subject matter, the transactional thinking death spiral. If the goal for your organization is to grow and be more profitable and you're not, the question is always going to be why. And as we do the forensics on an organization, and I use forensics because of the death spiral, what are we going to find? I'm typically going to find transactional thinking. What is transactional thinking? Tom, we do transactions for a living. Sure you do. That doesn't mean you have to think transactionally. Transactional thinking and transactional outcomes is any exchange in which you ignore the key value variables and leave money on the table. If you're having a conversation with a customer and you let that conversation become transactional, you're going to leave money on the table. In other words, you're going to price the transaction, but you're not going to assess its worth to the buyer. And you may say, well, Tom, I sell widgets. The worth to the buyer is the price of a widget. Widgets are commodities. And I say the widget may be a commodity, okay? but your delivery is not. There's no such thing as a true commodity because everybody has to deliver that commodity. There is a variance on the price of oil depending on where you need it delivered, right? So transactional thinking. We are thinking transactionally when we do these things. If we lead the conversation with products, look at your website. Does it talk about products first? Do you focus on processes and costs? Do you rely on adjectives to describe your customer? Do you itemize proposals? These are all transactional thinking. Just today, I was working with a client who's redoing their website. Their old website was the epitome of transactions. Everything was transactional. Every product was listed there, down to the product code. They even had pricing on their website. It was all about the transaction. The client knew everything they needed to know to not do business with this organization. The odd thing is they weren't a transactional organization. They're a service company. So we went to great efforts to detransaction their website and eliminate all the products and product descriptions and talk about the outcomes of the organization. As I'm reviewing with the client the new layout for the website, they get to the page where the products used to be, and all of a sudden, my client is describing the products again. And here's where we talk about the different areas that we provide products in. And I said, stop, stop, stop. You're killing me. Okay, what happened to outcomes? If we don't talk about transactions, what are we going to talk about? We need to talk about needs and outcomes. We need to talk about things that the customers care about. Benefits and experience. And we need to let the customer decide what their image is in your world and choose their priorities. And we do all of these things by telling stories. So let me tell you a story. My wife and I were remodeling our house. I'm scared to death of contractors because I used to be one and I know what a cheesy business it is. It's all cost plus transactions and you know, is the guy gonna show up on time? Am I gonna get a complete job? And so we started asking around looking for referrals on a remodeling contractor because I don't want that transactional experience. I want the TV experience that we see on, 
on cable television where the guys come in and they design it for you and they spend your budget and everything's perfect. That's what I want. I want that concierge level remodeling experience. And my wife's going, that doesn't exist. That's just television. I said, it has to exist. It makes perfect sense. I'd pay 30% more to not be afraid of my contractor. She goes, okay, well, guess what? We found a company who uses that model. You pay for the design and management, which they provide. They hire all the contractors, and you can either pay the contractor directly or pay it through the management company. Everything is completely transparent. And you can change your design and change the cost directly, but you don't pay a bigger design fee. So the design and management's all included. You get the experience that you want. And in their website and then in their materials, they describe all of this. And I'm going, I trust these people. And they never once use the word trust. If I'm looking at a contractor's transactional website, I'm going to see things like, we only put a minimal markup on our supplies. You only pay for the labor that you use, which is speak for, we're going to pad the hours to make you think you used more labor. All of these things scare me. But here we go. Here's somebody whose job it is to manage it, to protect the design and make us happy. That's the opposite of transactional thinking. I'm trying to think of how many projects I can have this company do for me now. So when we focus on transactions, we're going to illuminate the alternatives that are in our customer's mind. We're going to invite comparisons to your competition who are also selling by transactions. However, when we listen to the customer and we place our products and services on their trajectory, understand where they're going and get in front of the customer and address their needs, fears, concerns, wants, and dreams, we're going to have a different relationship. The customer defines the outcomes and the experience, and we emphasize the qualities and benefits that kind of customer will appreciate. I want to tell you another story about a photographer, and I don't want to take too long, but I called a photographer to help me with portraits for my website, and she answered the phone right away. She got back to me. We set an appointment, and then at the day of the appointment, I couldn't find her anywhere. She didn't call me. I tried to call her. I got a voicemail as full. I went to her website. I found another phone number. I called that phone number. It was disconnected. It just spiraled downhill. So I finally sent her an email saying, where are you? And she called back and explained to me that, oh, you know, I need to fix my website. I need a new phone number. You know, I'm working on all of those things. And let me tell you about how I work. I charge X amount of dollars a day. That'll give you two hours worth of shoot. And she talked for eight minutes without ever asking me who I was and what I wanted. That's transactional thinking. She went straight to the transaction. Needless to say, I didn't hire her. Now, my challenge to you right now is to go look at your website, look at your advertising, look at your marketing materials, and objectively ask yourself, does it talk about you or does it talk about the customer? If it talks about products, process, costs, if it tells the how of how you get things done, then you're focused on the transaction from your point of view. That's not customer-focused thinking. However, if you're addressing customer needs and outcomes, if you're talking about the benefits, if you're sharing customer perspectives and testimonials, if you're letting your customer's words sell for you, then you're getting ahead of your new customer's decision and delivering points of influence. Remember, your goal is not to be all things to all people. You have an ideal customer, and that is who you need to speak to. 
Now, the process of identifying the customer perspective and connecting back to your offerings is called positioning. And there are people that can help you do this. But let me tell you, shopping for those persons is a study in avoiding transactional thinking. So start your day thinking about your customer. And this has been today's Wake Up Call. You've been listening to the podcast series, The Wake Up Call with me, Tom Stimson. For more information, visit my website, trstimson.com. Thanks for listening.